Welcome to the Auburn City Council podcast. This is a recording of a regular Auburn City Council meeting. The council meets on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Meetings begin at 7 p.m. in council chambers at 141 North Ross Street, and they are live streamed on YouTube and Facebook. This time we'll open up tonight's Committee of the Whole for the Auburn City Council meeting September 21st, 2021. The City Council should have their minutes from the September the 7th uh, Committee of the Whole. Are there any additions or corrections to those minutes? If not, do I have a move to approve? So moved. Second. A motion second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? And the minutes carry forth. Auburn Junior High School parking on Terrace Acres Drive. City Manager Crouch. Yes, Mayor. Uh, we had had some concerns from some citizens that live in the Terrace Acres neighborhood about on-street parking um, relative to pickup times from Auburn Junior High School. We had discussed that we would take 30 days to evaluate it with our police division engineering division, our neighborhood specialist, who's also filling in as the city clerk tonight, Allison Blankenship's been out a ton most days, observing what's going on out there. Um, then I'd like for Chief Anderson is here to explain kind of what we've observed and what we'd like to do moving forward for the time being. Chief Anderson. Hey, How you doing, Chief? Doing good, sorry about you. Doing great. All right. Uh, what we've done since the first day of school this year is we've had multiple eyes on that situation over at uh, Terrace Acres. We've had supervisors, we've had the SROs, we've had uh, people from the, the junior high school, even members of the command staff going out to, to monitor it and see what it what it was that was creating the, the issues. There's one no parking sign on Terrace Acres at this time. And so what we've done in the in the last uh, couple of weeks is we've actually positioned uh, personnel from the police department on that on that street to continue to monitor it. As long as we're there and we're monitoring, there's there's no issues. But the minute that mark unit leaves, uh, the parents will roll through. They will they will pick up students and, and drive off. The issue is only occurring in the um, afternoon hours. Uh, the parents usually show up about 30 minutes before school lets out. Um, the school lets out at, at 3.30, so um, starting around 3 o'clock, the parents will start showing up. Uh, what they now do, instead of parking on Terrace Acres, is they circle the block until their student gets to Terrace Acres. Uh, they quickly jump in the car and drive off. doesn't give the officer that is, is positioned there an opportunity to contact them or do anything else. So what we've been doing is, is talking to the school and making some suggestions as to how they can uh, get most of that vehicle traffic that is backing up on, on Dean Road that is causing a lot of the parents to, to have to find alter, alternate means to, to pick up their kids. We're trying to get them to do a little bit more to use that, that vacant space they have. Uh, you know, the junior high right now is, is the old high school is, is, you know, got two very large parking lots. One's on the, on the south end, the other's on the north end. And so we've made the suggestion to, to use that available space to get some of those cars off the, off the roadway. Uh, we're hoping that eliminating some of those cars on the roadway will, will uh, I guess, take away that, that need for people to, to park over on, on Terrace Acres or stop. We haven't really seen the, the parking as being an issue as, as much now as we're seeing uh, just the people slow rolling through wanting to pick up their, their students. So as they, they continue to, to experiment with the, the different suggestions that we're throwing at them, we're, we're seeing the, the problem ease up a little bit. It has gotten better. It's not completely you know, resolved, but we, we've seen significant improvements since day one uh, as opposed to the, the last few days. 
Any questions from anybody on the council for the chief? Have we had many complaints since this has kind of gone put into place from, uh, the, from the neighbors? The complaints have, have, have dwindled. Uh, we met with the, uh, a, a number of the, the folks that live in that uh, neighborhood off of Terrace Acres uh, prior to the school year starting. And that was one of the things we talked about during that meeting was give us, you know, at least the first 30 days, the first month of school to assess the situation and see if there's anything that we can do to, to uh, Kind of alleviate alleviate the problem. So what we what we did was through the, the the monitoring and watching what was going on, we decided that the the parents are going to do what what they're doing. Uh, the the city ordinance says that they can't park there uh, from 7:30 in the morning to 10 uh, I think 10 o'clock a.m. That that window of time is not the issue. The the issue is is the afternoon. Uh, traffic when they're coming to do the pickup so we have actually positioned some of our our personnel there in the in the evening times so when that peak time comes at three o'clock we're there we have a, a, a mark unit there with the lights on so since we've been doing that absolutely no complaints okay we Pick have up. had at City Hall just a few of the same residents that reached out um, we've met with them a few times um, one of our challenges is a number of people are out there every day also trying to capture what's going on to help, but we also then create more traffic by doing so. Um, we're also challenged by the fact that this neighborhood has two other access points to East University Drive, one via Green Street, one via Terrace Acres, and they have an access to Sanford Avenue via Green Street. So there are multiple ways to get through the area, and what we're challenged by is no parking signs, as you've heard from the chief. There's one that a rogue sign that sits there, people largely are ignoring it, but putting up no parking signs would also beg um, the police division being out there every day. We happen to have some personnel right now that are waiting um, to enter the academy and they have a little bit of time in the afternoons to be out there in a couple months. We will not have that ability uh, to do this. So we'll come back to you um, with further reports at that time. So originally, Chief Anderson, the concern was parents were parking and the kids were crossing the street and it was unsafe yes. for the children. It was creating some dangerous situations. You're not seeing that at all. The parents are more circling the block and then they kind of, when they see their child, they come to, as you said, a slow roll and stop and pick their child up. Is that what you're seeing? Yes, sir. That's what's going on. And uh, like I say, the, the parking now is not the issue. It's just the parents that are, are stopping long enough to... to uh, pick up a, a, a child or a rider and, and driving off, which they're not doing that uh, so much in the area where there's a, a, a no parking limitation. Mm -hmm. They're just doing it anywhere along that, that stretch of uh, Terrace Acres that they can, they can you know, slow down long enough to pick up their students. And Chief, they're doing that in both directions sometimes. Yes. Okay. Any other questions from the council? I just have a comment. First, I apologize for being a few minutes late. So... Um, I hit every red light coming in, so I apologize for that. Um, and I just want to say, this may have been stated, but um, the principal, Ross Reed, because I have a daughter who's at the junior high, and we get almost, if not every day, every other day, a phone call, communications, encouraging parents not to park or not to be on Terrace Acres. So exactly what you said, parents are going to do what they're going to do. I just I think it's frustrating that between the school system sending out communications and trying to improve um, the situation on the school and our efforts with public safety that people can't act better so uh, I guess my comments are more directed at parents to 
you know, to help solve this problem. It shouldn't be this difficult. Right. I mean, because the school has a lot of opportunities for and space and places for you to pick up your child safely. Yeah. But thank you all for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. No, Appreciate it. Okay. Payne Street, Pinedale Drive, Halloween Street closure. Mr. Dixon, we'll turn this over to you right now. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, I guess I brought this up at the last council meeting and, and we agreed to bring this up tonight to, to discuss it, to see if it can show up on the next meeting uh, in the agenda. Um, I brought this up primarily because a constituent reached out to me and said that they would like to have their street closed and the only way for uh, someone to bring this item up and, and have it done is to bring it to the council and have support of the council. So that is what I've done. Um, so I don't really have much more to say on it other than I've brought it here. Um, I've heard, I think since our past meeting, I heard from another constituent saying uh, that they would not like it to be closed. So it seems to be kind of a 50-50 issue from what I've gathered. Um, so if anyone wants to discuss uh, moving forward what we want to do, um, I'm, I'm open to hearing. Well, just from my discussions with the city manager, um, the challenges that we have as a city, first of all, is just the personnel to provide the safety that the neighborhood would expect in a situation um, such as this. And then obviously the precedent that it sets for um, other neighborhoods to, to make this same request uh, and have the same expectation. And, and who do you say yes to and who do you say no to? Um, Halloween is a very unique time where you've got children. We encourage children to be out on the street. We hope that they're safe, but they're out there after the hours, after the sun has gone down and, um, and it's a lot of fun and we have a great activity downtown. Um, but it just seems to me that we would be, um, potentially creating something that we couldn't fulfill in the long term and would be difficult for our police officers to oversee the night of trick or treat. That's my perspective. Anyone else? I, I agree with you, Mayor. <coughs> I think you put it very well. Uh, uh, that's how I feel about it as well. I have a question for the city manager. There is no other streets in the city of Auburn that has enjoys this particular situation. Is that correct? Not to my knowledge. Um, both Chief Dawson and, and you've got Chief Register, our, our two prior chiefs to Chief Anderson, don't either recall that we have that we have for Fourth of July and some other neighborhood block party events. But on Halloween, the streets that we close are downtown for a city-sponsored event through our Parks and Recreation Department and in conjunction with the downtown merchants. One of our challenges is we do have sidewalks in this vicinity in Payne and Pinedale on both sides of the street, which we don't always have, is that um, we have extra patrols on Halloween evening trying to keep all the children safe citywide, plus um, additional personnel downtown for that event. So um, to our knowledge, no, we have not. We have had other neighborhood requests um, to do so over a smattering of years, not, not lately. And, and most of those requests, if not all of them, to our knowledge, have not been granted for the very reason of trying to be equitable in the neighborhoods. And we have our attention focused all over the city that day. When we close the street, we do station officers and or public um, safety specialists at the ends, and we've got to make sure somebody doesn't ram through and accidentally run people over. So there, it takes personnel to do that as well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I got a question uh, for Stephen. So 
uh, why is it? I mean, w w what is the reasoning for them wanting to close down the street? They they tend to have, from what I was told, they have a party every year, and this is something that they asked of I think two years ago, um, but they got it in too late, and so and then last year they didn't have it, and so this year they're wanting to have the party and just I, I think as far as safety is concerned for the kids that are going to be there, that no cars would be going through. That's that's my understanding of why they would like it to be closed. So it's an adult party? That's, that's no, it's, I believe it's for children. For children. Oh. Okay. Anything else from anybody on the council? Okay, so based on our discussion here tonight, I'm going to make the assumption that the council will not ask the city manager to have something on our next agenda for us to consider. Uh, authorizing the closure of the street for trick or treat. Am I correct on that? So, to not do to that. not do that. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Questions on the agenda for the city manager. Mayor, I have a question sure. for the city manager. It's not on the agenda, but I, it came up about two hours ago, so I'd like to ask her if possible. Uh, Miss Megan, I had I was contacted by a constituent of mine asking about uh, have we looked at uh, Dean Road. And Antelou Drive, if you're traveling north on, uh, or correction, south on Dean Road, coming from Opelika Road, uh, there's no turn lane there going on to Antelou, and it backs, according to this person, backs traffic up pretty bad right in there. Is there any possibility that something could be in the future that we could look at that, or, or are we looking at it now? What, what, what do you... It's not in our current capital improvement plan and wasn't on kind of a midterm horizon with the citywide traffic study, but I'll have the city engineer weigh in. We were planning to do some analysis on Dean Road, and so, Allison, please weigh in as to where we stand on that. Yeah, since school has started, we are going to do some analysis on different corridors, and we can definitely look at the Annalou Drive intersection to see what the volumes are, capacity, and what kind of levels of service we have to see if a left turn lane is warranted. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that. All right. You good, Tommy? Yes, sir. All right. Any other questions on the agenda for the city manager? If not, city manager, do we have any? We do. Um, item 10B3, which is a conditional use of approval request for the Southview townhomes. The applicant is requesting and would like to withdraw that request. Um, and so unless there's major objections, that won't appear on your agenda. And I'll remind you when we get there that the applicant has requested to withdraw that item. Are they leaving on 9A2? They are leaving that on, and we can discuss that when we get there. I apologize. I meant to mention that. They're leaving the rezoning um, request for rural to de development district housing on the agenda, but they have removed the conditional use request or are asking to withdraw it from this agenda. Um, they informed the planning staff this afternoon about that fairly early, not, not late, but I opted um, that we would discuss it here. Okay. And I'll remind you when we get there. And we can discuss any questions you have about that with the rezoning item and how they work together. Okay. Or or don't. Yep. Right. Any other questions? Let's see, Manager. If not, is there a move to adjourn? I'll move. All right. I mean, the whole is adjourned. Since it is 7.05, we'll go ahead and start. So we'll open up tonight's Auburn City Council meeting. Roll call. Miss Allison? Dawson? Here. Dixon? Here. Griswold? Here. Hovey? Parsons? Here. Smith? Present. Taylor? Here. Whitten? Here. Anders? Here. Would you please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance and then a moment of silence. I pledge allegiance 
to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. During the Committee of the Whole this evening, we had a discussion about uh, parking at Auburn Junior High School. Um, the determination is at this time that we're still working with the school system and working with the leadership at Auburn Junior High School, uh, in particular using a couple of parking lots that are uh, not fill, filled with high school age uh, drivers anymore and seeing if we could uh, create some more um, space there for people to queue up to pick their children up. We're going to look at that for another month or so and then come back and make some determinations if we need to and make some changes or hopefully it'll all work we'll just see also the city council had a discussion about closing down Payne street in the pinedale area for the halloween uh, trick-or-treat on october the 31st and ultimately the city council decided not to move forward with any action on that for our next meeting under mayor's announcements tonight i just want to say thank you again to the uh to father michael farmer at saint michael's catholic church for hosting a blue mass for all of our public safety and first responders uh, a couple of fridays ago it was very kind of him that is a new program and a new service he has brought uh, to our area from mobile where he um, uh, used to uh was a, was formerly a priest and uh, it's a very meaningful service and i just want to thank him and his congregation for hosting that um, Tomorrow night, uh, the Presidential Search Advisory Committee for the Auburn University will be hosting a community listening uh, opportunity. If you would like to be a part of that, um, you've got a chance to um, join, join that activity at 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And if you've got questions for the search team, Ms. Sarah Newton, who is leading the search team, and myself will be on uh, that Zoom call. We encourage you to participate. Auburn University is now actively involved in searching for its new president, and this is an opportunity for our community to be involved, and my representation and participation is to represent our community on this search as we look to choose a new president. So that's an opportunity for all of us to participate in. Are there any uh, comments or um, announcements from the City Council tonight? I have one. Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I, I want to apologize, Becky. Um, on last Saturday when we were supposed to have the back to uh, school uh, fun and games in the park, we did postpone it to October the 2nd. So, and it, it is on uh, on the agenda to for October the 7th, 2nd at Martin Luther King Park starting at 1030. Okay. Mm -mm. It was 1030 until the last, until we get, okay. give out everything and okay. get through. We should be through about uh, around four, I, I would think. I just need to tell the guys that are going to come by and check trash. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Any other announcements from the city council? I wanted to thank Becky and Parks and Rec and Megan for uh, uh, making some improvements in the dog park at uh, Town Creek Park. Uh, I've noticed it. it. It has been a great, great addition, and a lot of people that go there are very happy. So thank you all very much for making those improvements. All right. Anyone else? Okay. Um, yeah. oh, just real quick, because I just think it's notable. Um, I know a communication went out from the city this afternoon about the new parking app for downtown. Yes. I think it's notable to mention because it's, like, fantastic, and and I'm so glad that that's finally here. Could you talk real briefly about 
that. I have a great staff that knows a little more about it than me, but Park Mobile we've been working with for a while to accomplish. And not everybody, believe it or not, we have one of our key city financial advisors carries a flip phone, but he's one of the few. Most everybody is carrying a, some sort of phone that connects to the Internet and can do things. And instead of having to walk to a kiosk, you can have the Park Mobile app. You can put your space number in and pay for your parking right, right from your phone. Um, the kiosks are challenging with cash and other things that they do. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for people to park in downtown Auburn. Um, there are signs everywhere that have QR codes, but if they have the park mobile app, they'll know and they'll be able to use it. And it works everywhere, um, in downtown with the exception of the right street parking deck. You need to, to continue to, to pay the right street parking deck, um, pull a ticket and pay on your way out at the kiosks or at the gate. So, um, it's been well received today. I've, what can't say I was totally surprised, but you know I've been pleasantly surprised about how much uh, attention it's gotten. And um, Kevin Howard, our new commercial development director, had to go out of town for family reasons, but he, along with the finance department and our IT folks, as well as uh, public affairs in my office, have worked very hard to get this out. And I'm proud. The other thing is, you adopted an ordinance where we made some changes. We do have to charge a fee on this because Park Mobile charges us a fee per transaction so that's carried on to the to the user so we're not dipping into tax dollars to pay for that but people are gladly paying that for the convenience it's great thank you mm -hmm. fantastic it's good uh, right. yes ma'am I, I just get one other thing to say uh Becky I want that Becky <laughs> I'm sorry uh Megan I want to thank you and your staff for um coming out last night and doing the presentation about the Martin Luther King streetscape and uh, the, um, the people that I talked to that was there, they thought it was very informative. And so we appreciate you, and we also appreciate the uh, relationship going forward and the um, updates on the streetscape. So I just want to thank you and your staff for coming out last night and being a part of that, um, that meeting. You're welcome. We always look for the opportunity to present to citizens um, in a – we tried hard last night to be sure we didn't talk in city speak because we have a tendency to talk about fiscal years and <laughs> and our engineering talk and planning talk, and we had a good conversation. We had a lot of good comments from people that live in the area that had some comments and concerns or just general interest, and so our staff enjoys doing that very much. Yeah, thank you. All right, anyone else? Okay, Auburn University Communications. had a good weekend. Um, it was a fun game, fun to watch. We will get them next year when they come to the Plains. We will take them next time. <laughs> but it was great that Auburn got to go to Pennsylvania. I know everyone, everyone had fun and Auburn was cheering. I could hear it from my apartment. So um, yes, I mentioned last council that Hay Day is coming up soon, October 13th. It's a big day for Auburn um, and a big day for the community. We're really trying hard this year to push it more into the community. So if any of y'all, if anyone knows of anyone or a business who wants to get involved, um, you can email mkb0073 at auburn.edu, um, and they will connect you with people who you can get um, materials and things to pass out to the city. Um, the name tags, hey, that's the point of heyday. So that's super exciting. We're really looking forward to that. Um, student involvement is hosting a student town hall tomorrow regarding the sexual assault emails that have come out recently. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I know a lot of students are to go and listen. Um, I think Auburn, it's 
Gober hosting this in an organized manner because we really want to hear opinions for students from students um, about such an important topic. So that will be tomorrow at 4, and it's open to all Auburn students on campus. And then I was going to mention the Presidential Search Advisory Committee. That's also Auburn, all Auburn students. Um, we sent out emails about that. So hopefully a lot of students will be on those Zoom calls um, because we want to help pick a new president. Um, we want to listen to who is going to um, lead Auburn. So that's really exciting. And then lastly, I'm excited for City Breakfast on Friday. Um, thank you all again for meeting with us every month. We love it. It's definitely a highlight of my month. So uh, that's all about all I have. Good homecoming parades Friday as yes, well? Yes, homecoming parade is Friday. We're super excited about it. Um, and homecoming this weekend, we're having a big parents um, like kind of tailgate. We didn't get to do it last year because of COVID, so that'll be happening um, on campus this weekend. So, Real quick clarification. Yeah. Is the um, town hall on tomorrow or Thursday? It's tomorrow at 4 um, okay. in the Student Activities Center. It's kind of it's a, the building right behind the Recreation and Wellness Center. Okay. So, and it's open to everyone. So, Thank you. Well, have a great day. Okay, now's an opportunity for citizens' communications on items that are on tonight's agenda. Please, these are just uh, communications on tonight's agenda. If you'd like to address the council, we've asked that you please come forward and give us your name and address for the record. You'll have five minutes to speak to the council. Okay, seeing no one, we'll move ahead. City Manager Communications. Mayor, under City Manager's Communications this evening, we have the announcement of um, the request from an applicant to remove item 10B3, a conditional use approval for Southview townhomes from the agenda. They'd like to withdraw, withdraw the request. I would like to remind you there still is a rezoning request um, for the same property, item 9A2, that will remain on the agenda. Moving into to board and commission announcements, there are three vacancies on the tree commission and one vacancy on the educational building authority. The appointments will be made at the October 19th, 2021 meeting. Mary, are you ready for the consent agenda? We are. All right. For the consent agenda, are, are there any items a council member would like to remove and deal with that item individually? Item 8D5. All right, 8D5. Anyone else? Okay, 8D5. All right. Item 8D5 authorizes the purchase and installation of a shade cover from Hasley Recreation Incorporated for Sam Harris Park Playground in the amount of $22,681. Move for approval. Second. We have a motion second. Questions or comments? Ms. Taylor. Mm -hmm. I, I was just looking at the, uh, uh, the photograph and I was just trying to, I, I was trying to figure I guess I was trying to figure out the bottom piece of that. Is that is that the covering? Is that shade under there? Oh, that that's a shadow. Yeah, it's showing. Oh, oh. It's simulating shade. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's. Oh, I thought that was something added. I was wondering how you was gonna take the equipment up to get that uh, that piece under there. And I also read where I guess some of the neighbor some some people had called inquiring about this. Um, to be put in. So I, I, I just want to thank you for, you know, for considering putting a cover there because it is pretty hot and that equipment get really, really hot. So um, nobody's never said anything to me about it, but I'm glad they did. Um, Ms. Kimberly Talbert. Kimberly Talbert. Yes, I'm sorry. Not, it's just not close to you. There you go. Ms. Talbert uh, takes her grandchild over there quite frequently, mm -hmm. and so she was the first person that uh, contacted us, and we've had 
several other people mentioned that it would be nice if there was shade like there is out at the um, the one at Duck Sanford. Mm -hmm. What we have found at Sam Harris is that there's more toddlers and young children that use that playground. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that is awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Becky had money left in her budget, so she was being generous. So well, she had $22,000. That's right. Bill. That's awesome. That's right. It's the same with Denny's Park. I ain't got that in my, ain't got that in my bank account. <laughs> I think what's key here is you've heard a few comments tonight um, from several of you. Some citizens have asked. We've, we've listened. That's what we like to do every day, and that's what the staff is here for. So these are things that we try very hard to, re to react and, and get things done at the request, especially when we can accommodate it. We try to do that. And Miss um, Crouch, if I could uh, compliment our staff. We had originally asked the playground manufacturer for the cover that they mm. could usually put over a uh, piece like that, and they could never come up with it. So they went out, met with some other playground manufacturers, and were able to come up with this shade structure. Okay. And we think it will be better because it will cover the entire playground. Awesome. Thank you. What color will the fabric be? It just says standard. Standard. What is standard? The playground is uh, a tan and a green, and so the shade structure will be either tan or green. I'm not sure which okay. one. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Any other questions? All right. We have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? That motion carries. Do I have a motion to approve the balance of the consent agenda? So moved. All right. Have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? The consent agenda is approved. Hey, Mayor. Under ordinances this evening, we have item 9A1 is a request from the City of Auburn to rezone properties in the Village View subdivision near the intersection of Summerhill Road and Florence Drive from development district housing to medium density residential district. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its August 12, 2021 meeting. Unanimous consent is necessary and a public hearing is required. I'll introduce the ordinance and ask for unanimous consent. Second. I have a motion. Seconds. Anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with a vote on this this evening? Seeing or hearing none, at this time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the city council, please come forward and give your name and address for the record. Okay. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing. Any discussion or questions from the council? I just have a quick question. What's the reason for the changing of the rezoning? So I'll, I'll have our planning staff give a little longer of an explanation, but the, the short of it is that in um, the summertime, you dealt with a rezoning for a duplex, um, and the Planning Commission really wanted the, a further area of similar type structure studied. They all line the street, and actually all but the duplex that's already been rezoned by the council are under single ownership. Um, and the property, that property owner was not asking for a rezoning, but the Planning Commission wanted it studied, and you guys seem to agree with that. So planning staff went forth and studied, vetted this with the Planning Commission, and is recommending the same zoning be applied. The property owner um, that was affected is in agreement with it, but they were not the ones asking. It's city-initiated based on how we feel about a rezoning. And Steve, do you have anything to add? I think you stated the, the history very well. It started before I got here, but I know Katie and I have talked about it. I'm, I think you've covered it. Do you have anything else you want to add? Thank you. That was good enough. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any other questions or comments from the council? 
Okay, with the roll call vote, Allison? Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Dixon? Yes. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Smith? Yes, ma'am. Taylor? Yes. Witten? Yes. Anders? Yes. Item 9B2 is a request from, I think it's 9B, yep. No, sorry, 9A2. Um, that's a typo on my part, is a request from Leslie and, no, I'm on the wrong item, 9A2, is a request from David Slocum on behalf of Curtis and Pauline Jolly to rezone approximately 20.78 acres located at the terminus of Southview Drive from rural to development district housing. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its August 12, 2021 meeting. Unanimous consent is necessary and a public hearing is required. I'll do so ordinance and ask for unanimous consent. Second. I have a motion to second. Does anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with a vote on this this evening? I do. Sure. Go ahead, Mr. Parsons. Um, this this area in question um, uh, affects the residents of Riverview Drive. Uh, that's in Ward 6 on one of the uh, southern boundaries of Ward 6. And this is a long-established street with uh, close group of residents um, I reached out I presumed that uh, many of the residents wouldn't be aware of what was happening to this uh, parcel of land and I, I reached out to a couple of residents who did not know and the reason that I would uh, deny unanimous consent is to give the residents an opportunity to um, understand the implications of this rezoning so Ms. Crouch denying unanimous consent. This will be back on our agenda. Um, At the August, uh, October, August right, October 5th meeting. 5th, so me. let the record reflect that unanimous consent um, was not granted this evening and the public hearing as well as the agenda item <coughs> will reappear on the October 5th agenda for your consideration. Excuse me, can I ask a question even though it's not on, we're not gonna discuss it tonight. Where is Riverview Drive? I don't see you it on the map. You mean Southview? I'm sorry, it was Southview. I, Southview. I used oh, okay. the wrong street. Okay. Gotcha. It runs off of East University okay. and runs parallel um, with the interstate. Got it. I just couldn't find Riverview on the map. My bad. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Mr. Mayor? Yes, ma'am. All right. Item 9B1 is a request from the City of Auburn to annex approximately 65.93 acres of property located at 4277 Lee Road 137, also known as Wire Road. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its September 9th, 2021 meeting. Unanimous consent is necessary. I'll introduce the ordinance and ask for unanimous consent. Second. I have a motion to second. Does anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with a vote on this this evening? Okay. Seeing here no one, we'll move forward. At this time, we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address City Council, please come forward and give your name and address for the record. There's no public hearing, Mayor. Oh, there's no public hearing. All right, well, I'll go ahead and close it anyway. No public All right, hearing. There you go. <laughs> All right, any discussion from the council? Okay. Allison with a roll call. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Parsons? Yes. Smith? Yes, ma'am. Taylor? Yes. Witten? Yes. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Dixon? Yes. Anders? Yes. Don't ever say we don't try to give you a chance to talk in here, all right? There we go. Right. Item 9B2 is a request from Leslie and Heidi Gertzen to annex approximately 3.3 acres of property located south of Shell Tumor Parkway and east of Beachbrook Drive along Wilderness Lane. 
The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its September 9, 2021 meeting. Unanimous consent is necessary. I introduce the ordinance and ask for unanimous consent. Second. Second. I have a motion seconds. Anyone on the council have a problem moving forward with the vote on this this evening? All right. Any discussion or questions? I have a couple. Is Wilderness sure. Lane a dirt road? I'll have our city engineer or city planner respond to that. What was the question? Is Wilderness Lane that cuts through several pieces? Well, the city engineer will respond, Allison. It's a, it's a dirt road. It's a private drive into this, this lot. Okay. It's not a city street, though. Okay. And then, so they're just asking to annex in so that we create less of an enclave. I like that word. Yeah, less of an enclave. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Because it, yeah, it seems kind of, there's no, we don't know what their future plans are for that property. I would expect it would be residential, single okay. family home. Thank you. Is there a different property owner on that piece to the uh, west there? Yes. Okay, and that's, okay. Any other questions from the council? Okay, roll call. House? Parsons? Yes. Smith? Yes, ma'am. Taylor? Yes. Whitten? Yes. Dawson? Yes, ma'am. Dixon? Yes. Griswold? Yes, ma'am. Anders? Yes. Under resolutions this evening, item 10A is sent to the vacation of unneeded right-of-way along Miracle Road to be used for commercial use by Clayton Properties Group Incorporated. The disposition and sale of this property were approved at the June 15, 2021 City Council meeting. A public hearing is required. Move for approval. Second. All right. I have a motion and a second. At this time, we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address City Council, please give your name and address for the record. Please come forward. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearings. Any questions or comments from the council? Yes, I have a question, Mr. Sure. Chair. Um, uh, there are no plans to use this for part of the uh, Blue Way Greenway access. Uh, I know it's on the opposite side of the old Miracle Road, but you, you can see that it kind of looks like a, a notch. If we thought this was needed right of way, there is an existing residence beyond this point. There's still ample right of way for both the Blue Way Greenway purposes as well as access for this resident. Okay, so there's no plans to use that for parking or anything like that for the greenway, so we can go ahead and... Yeah, City Engineer Fraser, do you want to explain where the parking would be? Yes, if you're looking at the map, the parking would actually be inside of our parcel. So if you were to turn on Old Miracle Road, there's a driveway just to the right. So the parking for the Blue Way Greenway is on the, on the property, not necessarily, not necessarily along Miracle Road. Okay, so it's that dotted line that's on the map. There's a dotted, uh, looks like a dirt road or something. Yes, it'd be and to the, as soon to as you the, turn off of Donahue. To the east of that, yes. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Any other questions? Comments from the council? All right, we have a motion and a second. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Item 10B1 is a request from the City of Auburn for conditional use approval of a public service use municipal office building for property located at 4277 Lee Road 137, also known as Wire Road, in the Rural Zoning District. The Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its September 9, 2021 meeting. A public hearing is required. Move for approval. Second. 
Right, we have a motion and a second. This time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the city council, please come forward and give your name and address for the record. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing. Any discussion or questions from the council? Okay. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Item 10B2 is a request from David Langston on behalf of Robert Fucci for conditional use approval for commercial support use warehouse for property located at 1426 Sagahatchee Road in the Corridor Redevelopment Suburban Zoning District. <coughs> the Planning Commission unanimously recommended approval of this request at its September 9th, 2021 meeting. A public hearing is required. Move for approval. Second. I have a motion and a second. This time we'll open the public hearing. If you'd like to address the council. Please give us your name and address for the record as you come forward. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing. Any questions from the council or comments? Okay. All in favor, please say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Item 10B3 has been withdrawn at the request of the applicant, so therefore I have no further items of business. Sure. Before we move forward to Citizens Open Forum, we did have a young man come in with the scouts uh, after we'd gotten started and we do have a tradition in our council meetings that we give our opportunity for our scouts to stand up and introduce themselves and tell us what you're working on and what troop you're with and we would certainly enjoy you, you doing that if you'd like you know what we can't hear you okay all right and what badge are you working on? Good. Well, we're proud to have you here tonight, and you're welcome to come back anytime, okay? And if you'd like to ask any of these people questions when we get through, I'm sure they'll be happy to answer them, okay? Good luck to you, all right? Okay, this time we'll have a citizens open forum. This is your opportunity to address the city council about anything that is on your mind. Uh, we'd ask that you please come forward and give your name and address for the record, and you'll have three minutes to speak to the city council Please make sure that all of your comments are addressed to the city council um, only. Yes, sir, Mr. Halpern. Michael Halpern, 913 Say Circle. You have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. In my several attempts to influence our mayor, city manager, and council to take actions to protect Auburn citizens from the spreading Delta variant, it's time for me to step aside. But before I do, I want to acknowledge several of you. Mayor Anders for being a great cheerleader, for vaccinating more residents, and for your leadership in working with the hospital and Mayor Fuller to establish the very successful vaccination clinic earlier this year. Ms. Crouch, for requiring masks for city employees and for assisting the mayor in the vaccination process. Councilmember Dixon for wearing a mask at council meetings. Councilmember Ms. Taylor for encouraging vaccinations in your community. Councilmember Parsons, you alone you alone, sir, have been an advocate amongst council members 
while recognizing the need for community involvement to protect citizens from the virus by sewing literally hundreds of masks and also for supporting my efforts to share facts about the virus. Thank you, Bob Parsons. I would also be remiss if I didn't recognize all of you for your service to Auburn in the past and present. Auburn has the potential to rise further to serve the many unmet needs of its diverse population. I hope that all of you can work together to achieve future goals. Wishing you and loved ones all the best. Thank you. Thank you. Mike, thank you. I appreciate your passion. I appreciate your consistency. And thank you for, uh, for sharing with us your ideas and your thoughts each and every week. Thank you. Anyone else? Yes, sir. Good evening. My name is Robert Avery. I live in Gaston, Alabama, and I'm here representing the Southern Regional Roundtable Economic Group. We're here basically trying to organize communities and elected officials. Being an elected official myself for 24 years, I know how hard it is for us as elected officials to be up on everything that's happening in our community and in this, in this state and in this country. How many of you are aware of the 151 pages of the American Rescue Plan? How many have read that? I guess I'm the only elected official, past elected official have done that. We don't have that kind of time. But one of the things that I'm gonna ask you that you do read the presidential order on January 20th, but that's presidential order 13985. That pretty much sums up the American Rescue Plan. And what we've been doing, going around the Southeast, we've got seven states that we're working in, alerting elected officials to make sure you access those funds. Some of you may or may not know that there's still care money out there. There's still PPE money out there and it's out there because as elected officials we're part-time most of you and you don't have time to do all of that so we're not only alerting elected officials but we're also organizing communities and in this community there's about four or five groups that we've been working with who need those funds badly and I'm glad to see the Cub Scout back there over the Boy Scout do this city give money to scouting? Do this city sponsor Little League Baseball, Pee Wee Football? This money can be used for those type of projects because we don't have that type of money in our budget normally. And we're hoping that you use these funds for those type of community programs. Yes, we know paving and infrastructure is a big issue, but there's trillions of dollars of money that's coming down the pipe. Let's use some of these funds to get them 
project ready and not use all of these funds on those particular projects. Again, we ask that you work with the community, your nonprofits, your scouting, and all the people who need these funds to uplift their community. Again, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you, thank Ms. You. Dave. Appreciate your service to your community. Welcome to Auburn. Glad to have you here. Uh, it's interesting. I had a meeting at the Alabama League of Municipalities today, and there was an announcement at that meeting, um, and they're following this very close, the American Rescue Act. And their expectation is that final guidance will come forth at the end of October, early November. Um, there was a wide discussion this morning that final guidance has not been given. They, they believe that a lot of the parameters have been established, but the final guidance has not been established yet. I can tell you from my discussions with our staff, uh, the times I'm, I'm in City Hall, that they are actively watching this, they are actively pursuing this, and I believe our staff will be ready to have that discussion with our community when the final guidance is given. And I'm not losing any sleep about that because I do know that we're actively pursuing that and are involved in that. So uh, that time is coming. Uh, the end of October will be here before you know it and, and then we will go from there. But it's our, certainly I believe it'll be the wishes of this council to distribute and utilize those funds to the best uh, that we can to make this community better. So, all right. Anyone else from the community want to speak now? Citizens open forum? Okay. Is there a move to adjourn? That moves. We are adjourned.